Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. I'm just gonna shite. powder my watch nose. No, it can't. It's, it's put a bit of shite white on my watch nose. Is what the actual quote no, is. No, I swear to God, it is a John McLean video. It's not. It's a parody of a John McLean video. It's, I know anyways, it's whatever. Hey guys, welcome back to One and a Half Gays, the queer podcast where we be queer and talk about queer things, and we make not queer things queer. Um, joining me today and every other episode is a fellow queer. <laughs> hey, <A> fellow. Theo. <laughs> Shakespearean up in here. Um, hi. I'm getting Shakespearean. Um, I love it. How have you been, it's Theo? Um, meh, not very good, but you know, it's fine. I'm working on myself. <laughs> but we keep slaying, don't we? Oh, trying. <laughs> How about exactly. you? I've, yeah, same, likewise. Um, I'm really trying to... So it, obviously, wow, New Year's Eve, we're um, we're rearing the end of January. Um, I yeah, believe uh, whenever this podcast is released, it will be the twenty ninth. Um, potential, 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 girl. And yeah, I don't know. I feel like I've already um <laughs> tried to uh, re- revamp my life about eight times this month. Um, and haven't stuck yeah, anything. That's okay. That that is so okay because you know what we're young we're dumb and we're full of um, you know, <laughs> um so yeah I I was sober for two weeks um not I'm not I'm not not sober not but I I have a wee drink every so often um, okay 
and funny story actually basically last night i was in work and this mm-hmm. regular comes in i had never spoken to him in my life before apart from like you know oh what can i get you and he'd be like oh cappuccino oh. and i'd be like oh yeah sweet like no worries and i'd be like oh that's three t-. whatever you know like just general but we'd never actually had a conversation um yeah. and then last night his friend bought me a drink um and i was like yeah sure like why not had a vodka red bull gorgeous and um i sat with him for like five minutes invited me back to theirs i went we had a jokes night um i only came back wow. at like i think it was like seven this morning wow um, lovely neat one so yeah um i'm now learning i think this phase of my new year new me is just saying yes to more things okay you know what Same. feeling guilty about it yeah I think but I was asked lesson. to go to a women's football match uh, today, and Big up women. Like, I don't care. But um, well, I would have said yes, but unfortunately, I'm working. But the point oh. is, is that I was going to say yes. Mm-hmm. And that's like, good because come? if it's within reason, you're excused to not. But like, if you're saying no to things just so you can just chill at home and not have plans, grow up. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Grow the fuck up. Grow um, up. Grow the fuck up. Um, and before we get into this week's uh topic um topic uh theo what have you been listening to what have you been watching what shit what are you entertaining yourself with oh god i actually have not prepared for this um i think am i gonna say i've been on repeat honestly with two songs um let me have a look i think it's yeah it's uh the welcome to my island remix with charlie xcx (laughs) pop i actually don't blame you one bit it's so good it's great um, I'm on my Richard Branson way, Branson waves, whatever. No version. Um, it's it's what's um, her lyric? It's like take me down to Florida and fuck me for days. I'm like that's just <laughs> yeah, that's great. Um, Black Mascara by Ray all. as well. Ray is an underdog artist at the moment. She's really well. She's not. She's actually she was number one the other week. Oh, I have she's not on the rise. heard of Ray. Oh, I think she. She had some popular songs, but she was in like a really Black Mascara. Is that her? Yeah, yeah, I, I like oh. it. It hasn't. Yeah, but, um, fair. I'm fairly sure she had some popular songs a while ago. Actually, you know what? Going back, I don't think I recognize these. Never mind. Maybe she is like a. She's she's the point is that she was with. I don't know. She was with a, a label who just didn't let her release. Shit. Release, yeah. And as soon as she got out of that label and went independent, mm-hmm. now all of a sudden she's bigger than she's ever been so it's, that's great it's very much the decade of independent artists isn't it yeah um charlie potentially going independent in fact i think she already is i don't know oh that's i did not well, she, her 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 contracts <laughs> is that up. a one and a half gays exclusive <laughs> no is no it's a it is a known fact it is known okay she well, is i didn't know that um but yeah have you been watching anything anything cool oh um have i watched no sorry <laughs> um oh, okay i finished my Same. book actually i haven't i got one chapter left but i mean i know where it's going oh um, you haven't finished it yet then what if there's like a plot twist it's a murder it's suicide yet. honey that's how it ends <laughs> it's clearly a, we've got the happy ending already so like it's just like i don't know epilogue shit of, yeah yeah epilogue shit yeah Fair play. um would you like to know what I've been listening to? 
Yeah, actually. I was wondering if she didn't ask. Um, <laughs> so, I have Thinking been, too much about myself lately. I've been on repeat with uh, permanent damage from Mr. Joseph. Oh, I can't. Um, well, anyway. Our favourite gay Scott. Um, it's incredible. Really, really, yeah. really beautiful album. Um, it's quite... It is. I was going to say, actually, it's quite once. long. Looking at it, it only runs in just over 45 minutes. But it's 13 songs, which I feel like for a debut album is quite a lot. No? Um, I don't know if I, I don't know if track count is like a thing that is like you can really predict for debut. Well, to be fair, there's no skips, so I'm not complaining. Um, right. Um, I've been listening I've listened to that to... a lot. Also, uh, Skinty Fear, Fontaine's DC. Mm-hmm. Great fucking album. Yeah. I pretty much have those two on repeat. Permanent. Yeah, permanent damage was good the first time. It's, just, it's emotionally heavy. Interesting. I feel like. I feel like for, I've numbed myself to it. I've listened to it that much. Right. I, I'll um, get around to listening to it again more thoroughly in the future. Because it, it was good. I obviously, no rush. Like three, I don't think it's going are, anywhere. No, as in, it's like not two, going away. Well, <laughs> not as I in, it's get, not popping off. <laughs> and then, it's I not get, going away. I might get tickets to see him when he's here in Liverpool. Just... By myself, go. Because I don't know anyone when else. When is he in them. Liverpool? I'm sure it's upcoming. Because I think it's... I, uh... I don't know. Fairly soon. But I'll see him, I think. I don't know. Maybe. Hopefully. Interesting. Um, so yeah, interesting. I know he's uh, playing Roundhouse here in London. It's over in Canada. I mean, two of his songs are in my top 50 on Spotify, like, of all time. From that album. Interesting. So, yeah. What, what are the two, quickly, before we move on to the uh, topic okay. of the week? Okay, Joe... And what is the other one? Uh, it's been a little, it's been heavy, a little heavy, lately. heavy lately. Yeah, uh huh. <sighs> that shit slaps. Um, it's really yeah, lovely. Solid choices. Um, <laughs> Two sweet. So, um, oh, so I've also been rewatching the Saw franchise because you it's always rewatch at the that. end of the day. It's fucking great, is why. Like, sorry, anyone who says they don't like Saw, just actually grow up, grow the fuck up. Do you know what I mean? It actually frustrates it's me. It's just a bit. It's a bit too much for me. No, no, it wasn't no, 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 no. It is. It's just a no, lot. I can't no, watch it's, it. it's, it's not. Much. It's the thing. It is so intellectual and psychological. And to be fair, it's not that gory. <laughs> what? It's okay. not that gory because at the end of the day, the majority of the traps don't actually go off. So it's like, yeah, obviously you're right. threatened with the gore and the guts and the drama, but a lot of the time you don't actually see shit. Anyways, okay. this week's... I can't Ooh. take it. Do you know what else I've been listening to this week? Sorry. Oh my god, what? <laughs> I have been listening to the newly released uh, London cast recording of the 2021 revival of Cabaret. Oh. Starring yeah. Eddie Redmayne and Jesse Buckley. Oh. Um, Which is a yeah. handy little segue into this week's topic, which is theatre. Love it or hate it, the gays are here anyway. Um, oh my god. We, oh my god, you guys. <laughs> this is the third time recording this podcast then in the history of this podcast, this particular we, episode. Yeah, we, it's keep, we keep trying. Theatre is cursed, honey. We're the fucking Theatre Royal mm. Drury Lane here, honey. <laughs> I'm giving you ghosty, honey. Oh, I'm giving you haunted stalls, honey. Um, honey, okay. So yeah, basically, um, for those who don't know, Cabaret incredible incredible musical it's possibly my favorite musical 
um, by you know what? Uh, John Condor, Fair. Fred Ebb. It's about uh, the Nazi occupation of Berlin in the late uh, 1930s. And it sort of revolves a cabaret club in Berlin. Um, you have the English Sally Bowles, a cabaret performer who meets, um, is his name Cliff? Um, the American. I don't remember. Um, who comes over on business and, you know, you have incredible, incredible characters. Um, you have your Fräulein Kost, Fräulein Schneider. Um, you have your Herr Schultz. Like, it's, 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 it's an incredible, incredible show. I really recommend seeing it. Um, watching the movie, which obviously is so synonymous with Liza Minnelli and Joel Grey. Incredible. Which she actually won the uh, Best Actress Oliver Award for. Oh, oh be Olivier. Oh, not Oliver, Oscar. <laughs> oh, it was the Oliver Award. Oscar and Olivier. The Oliver Award. The Oliver. Um, but yeah, it's a great show. But basically, when this sort of debuted uh, to the public you know when this revival opened Mm -hmm. um in london in 2021 what month was it let me think maybe march maybe it was around then it's been open for that long actually i had no idea yeah we've we've had a few cast changes i thought it it came out like it came out i thought it um, started last year just um well i saw it last june how did you manage that 2022 um I don't tell my secrets. <laughs> Anyways, um, and it was an amazing was production. I saw it with Free and Amy Lennox, and it was amazing. But yeah, when it came out, the ticket prices for this show were upwards of £300. And it was completely impractical for, you know, anyone who loves theatre, who isn't of a disposable income of that greatness. You know, no one could see it. Um, and the whole yeah. thing was, as well, was... Wait, is it better you know, now? Uh, not really, no. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, we've just got used right. to it. No, I, I, okay. do, I do believe it is better. I believe the top band tickets used to be, I think it was 560, and now they're 225. Oh, oh. Um, so it's still a bit pricey, but, you know, that includes okay. your food and shit, which we'll get into. But, um, oh, oh. Yeah. But whenever it opened, and basically to this day, yeah, I don't. The whole, the whole sort of marketing technique behind this musical is that because they completely revamped the theater. You weren't just going and sitting and watching a show. It was a complete immersive experience. So wait, the show. can I ask a question? Yes. Is it like tables sort of thing? Like on the one level, it's not like you sit in the stalls and you sit in like the circle. So you have your circle and your um, upper circle. Oh. Um, but on the stalls, it's completely removed. It's performed in the round, and it's all cabaret-style seats, which is obviously you get your entry time on, on your ticket, and you can go and you can pay extra to have a meal and have you know champagne and everything before the show. And wow. there's obviously pre-show entertainment and intermission entertainment as well, Yeah, which is mad. But the whole thing, basically, for their marketing, was not to reveal the secrets of the Kit Kat Club. Um, and a reminder, okay. when you walk past, all the windows are blacked out. Whenever you go in, um, you are given a sticker to put over your phone's like camera. Oh. You know, so they really, really ham it in. They're like, don't take photos, don't do anything. Which yeah. I understood because it is very, very extravagant. It's a beautiful theatre. I love sort of how they've remodelled it and everything. But it opened this incredible debate at the time. 
Yeah. And because obviously we were coming out of a lockdown, a global <laughs> pandemic, and almost entering a recession. I'm not sure if we're there yet. But obviously, we have the cost of living crisis. You know, yes. the Cosy Levy. Um, Cosy Levy. The Cosy Levy. Levy crisis that we're currently in. Um, and basically, there was another play on the West End, um, Cock, funnily enough, uh, by <gasps> Mike Bartlett, starring, um, which was Jonathan Bailey and Tyler yeah. Dritton in the two yes. leading roles. Um, oh, the yeah. The ticket prices for this. Fucking astronomical, Theo. Fucking astronomical. Wait, I well, remember because it's two be massive archers. But yeah. It was that, but it was also like, not necessarily, because I've seen some big actors and only paid 20 quid a ticket. So it was just hmm? fucking greed at this stage. Um, I'll, get, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. Okay. Um, my friend Lizzie, who I probably mentioned before, shout out to Lizzie. Yep. Big love to you. Lizzie, um, still haven't met her, which she, is insane, but okay. That's so mad to me. Anyways, um, she saw Cock, <laughs> she booked the tickets when they were first announced, and I believe she only paid like 35 um, I she bought cock for circle. She bought she bought cock for thirty five quid. I Whoa. thought that was really good because not only was a cock, but it was Tyrant Edgerton and Jonathan Bailey cock. Well, yeah. <laughs> it later ended up not being Tyrant Edgerton cock because he fainted on the first preview and dropped out of the production um, <gasps> and was replaced uh, by his Your best buddy Joel Harperjacks. My best mate. Wait, he fainted. Tarned. Yeah. Why? He fainted on I the don't first know. preview. But like, is that enough to pull out of the whole production? Yeah, because then he took, he basically fainted, took the rest of the week off, and then he had COVID or there was some bullshit excuse. And then they just announced that he would not oh. be completing the run. Um, but I think all in all, he'd done like half a show, uh, which fair play. Um, he tried it. Theatre wasn't for him. Happens to the best of us. And I did rub it in his face when we met. Um, <laughs> Wait, did you actually? No, he was just like, oh, like what type of acting do you do? And I was like, stage. How about you? <laughs> and he was like, oh, film film i do film and i was like yeah knew that um but basically that was the same yeah, i can't believe you said what Obviously, about you you did <laughs> what about you honey i humbled that man fair enough but, um, no, but, but he was nice right oh he's lovely very yeah. small very small let me tell you i believe he's about five six five seven and oh. i was expecting a big hunk of a man you know not someone who asked me to bend over when we took a photo but anyways oh that is cute. a story for the red sofa. Um, red so... sofa? Okay, the red chair. Okay. Oh no, you won't be on the red chair. You'll oh, be no, on honey, the sofa. I won't be on the chair. I'll be on the sofa. <laughs> honey, come on. <laughs> um, so yeah, obviously, whenever you had the cock ticket prices and the cabaret ticket prices, people were starting to think, like, is theatre for the middle class? Are we reverting back to that period oh, of yeah, history? Oh yeah, back to the old days. Where... It's royalty and the aristocracy who see theatre and not the average everyday man. Yep. What do you think about you know, that? Funnily enough. Sorry, I don't. I don't want to like divert the topic too much. It's kind of about that, but it's not really. Um, but no, because um, my writing teacher, or whatever, uh, uh, my tutor, or whatever, he obviously Scouts from here, and he was talking about like theatre for Scousers is very rare like you rarely get like you know just the average locals going to see theater but when they do mm-hmm. they always get all dressed up to go to the theater because that's what their image of going to the theater is it's being um i am gonna go out on limb here and what? tell you dressed that up. your writing tutor was talking out his fucking hole 
because of no, the Jordan. two theatrical experiences no, that I've had in Liverpool, they've both been the worst audiences that I've ever sat with in my That's what time. I mean. I meant by... No, hold on, wait. Obviously, we saw you the... you uh... get dressed up and get pissed, then yeah, fair. <laughs> no, they weren't pissed for waitress, they were pissed, pissed for what bad out of hell. That one girl was on something, I didn't know if it was coke or molly or whatever she was taking, but she was on something. You mean the one that was laughing and the... the okay. The sugar butterfly girl? Yeah. Context. Or are we ready to even go there yet? I think we're ready, honey. I was born ready for this day. Okay, well, basically, we went to see Waitress. It was a tour. Um, Waitress the Musical by Sarah Borellis. Borellius? Yeah, uh-huh. Borellis. Bor- <laughs> you said Borellius for some reason. Borellius? Um, it follows a woman called Jenna who's a baker in a pie shop, which is like a wee diner or whatever, um, who's in an abusive relationship. And the story sort of follows her pursuit to leave this relationship, her affair with her gynecologist, because she's pregnant as well. Um, bit of a weird show. It's not one of my favourites, but there's some cracking songs. And I it was quite good like it, actually. So I don't mind. Um, but continue. Um, yeah, the, the songs are great, but then again, like they're written by someone who's not a musical theatre comp- composer, and that's probably why I like it. It's <laughs> very brave. You know her song, I Want to See You Be Brave? It's for that. Sarah Brella's song. <laughs> yeah. Well, it makes sense. Um, yeah, that's what I mean. It's not musical theatre. Yeah, and I like I w- that. I was agreeing <laughs> with you. Continue. Um, so, yeah, sh- this bitch... <laughs> we were sitting in the... This bitch? Ah, uh, yes, Circle. We were row yeah, H, okay. I believe. Oh, my God. Can't believe you remember that. And this girl is right in front of us? Or two rows? Row G, seat seven. <laughs> she was a row in front. Sorry, What? She was Ro G, seat you seven. Up? No. <laughs> she was Ro G, oh. seat seven. Okay, right, okay. Yeah, she was a row in front. In the Liverpool uh, Empire. Been, yeah, Liverpool Empire. She might have been around our age, right? Or maybe a bit younger. I think, I don't know. Maybe she was older, maybe she was younger. Or older? Literally no idea. Young. Anyway. No, she gave me, like, maybe a bit older, but not all there. Anyway... <laughs> To be fair, I'm just keeping it real for our listeners. Um, I don't so... think Honey was all there. Okay. <laughs> so okay, we, were, <laughs> we were watching, and then, like, obviously the joke would happen, because a lot of it is, like, a comedy. And this girl, mm. I don't remember the laugh. Do you remember the laugh? Can you imitate the laugh? <laughs> to that extent. <laughs> I, I think it was even... I think it was even kookier. <laughs> no, I, I think actually... I think it was a whip. I think it was a Imagine that, but like three times the volume. <laughs> three like times the volume across the whole theatre. For everyone else in the theatre, it's a nose exhale, but she takes it to yeah, that level. Everyone, no, everyone goes, <laughs> maybe that's like an extent. Like, <laughs> well, yeah. This <laughs> and yeah, we were pissed ourselves laughing at this, obviously. <laughs> this funny, yeah. But the, oh, what was it, the women behind us? The women behind to us you. told us to stop in the laughing intermission because every time we laughed at this girl, they laughed at us laughing at this girl, and it was causing and this whole chain that... reaction for the entirety yeah, of the think... circle of the Liverpool Empire. Yes. Uh-huh. We were all like <laughs> laughing at this bitch. <laughs> she was fucking feral. Yeah, but that's um... not even the funniest moment. Oh, oh no, <gasps> listeners! <laughs> you take it. Okay. In Waitress, there's a motif. Um, The lead character, Jenna, sings. And she sings, you know, 
sugar, butter, flour. And that yeah, comes in. She's making a pie. She's making a pie. You know, she's just telling you what she's putting in the dish. Um, so yeah. this motif like occurs quite a lot throughout the show, um, in different variations and different sort of appearances and what what have you not. But yeah. um, there's a time in the second act, <laughs> and Jenna sings. <laughs> she only sings the first two. She yeah, only sings, she sings sugar butter. Sugar, but she leaves butter. out far. Yeah, okay. So, should we just recreate it? <laughs> yeah. Who do you want to be? No, sorry. Wait. Sorry. I'm a total liar. She just says sugar. That's it. We Remember? Because, because it? yeah, because <gasps> it was it, it was only sugar. So yeah, Jenna, okay. Jenna, the poor actress. Who did we see play Jenna? I don't know. But let's pretend I'm the audience member. Okay. So I'm Jenna the, on the stage. Is you know, I'm having silent. this. This really emotional moment, you know, like, I've saved up all this money to leave my abusive husband with my baby and go and start another life, and all of a sudden he's found it and he's stolen it, and I'm standing holding my baby, and I say, Sugar. Butter. I don't think we held back our laughter. I don't. I think we were like fully like. I think we're. We didn't all hold, hold our laughter, no, because you couldn't. <laughs> and the girls behind us did. <laughs> we all erupt our section of the circle on the right hand side. If we've well, ever been to erupt, the Empire. I we would were say trying erupt. to keep composure. But yeah, it was both of the actors on stage, spilling her heart, <laughs> and the girls going butter. Yeah, oh, the thing, the funniest thing was about the whole thing. Is that the, the audience member in H seven was so sincere? She wasn't oh, drunk and, even... and being like butter. She was, <laughs> she was sincere. She was so in the moment. That's what she made it feel it. So funny. I don't think she even like noticed and or cared that we were like. But that's good, actually. You know what? Like parter. She didn't notice. More more parter for play like for fun. She was laughing. Like... She was singing, but. She yeah. was having a great time. Liverpool audiences love to sing along. <laughs> we are fine. Do you remember well, at the end of the show? <laughs> I remember. Um, I'll not spoil what happens in the show, but there's a bit like a like a like a good thing that happens at the end of the show, and I remember verbally. This woman goes, "Ah!" <laughs> in the most sincerity you could ever think. That just fucking sent me. I was like, "This bitch." I didn't remember that. I didn't remember <gasps> that. Theo, what Aww. was it? I tweeted about her afterwards. Oh, <gasps> that's right. And you Do got you remember? And some woman was like, she had us in fucking stitches. We were at the other side of the theater and could not hold it. Like she was, like, she was the star she was of that the night. Star of yeah, star of the circle. Maybe even when the I stalls, applauded, I applauded for her. <laughs> <laughs> she was the best part of that show. Like she's the most memorable thing. Yeah, because I, I'll be honest, I don't really give a fuck about the actual. Um, show waitress no um, i like the show it's just the it was very stunt i mean the stunt casting of a matt willis tired pop star anyway what did you say in his name oops i i he's the only stunt cast that waitress have used so i think it was pretty understandable and it was a google search away okay fine also tired tired pop star do you know who his sister is exactly jordan who no his sister who's his sister fuck you Emma Willis. Oh. But that's what I'm talking about. Like his these people no, like he had a career then disappeared. What one was he in? Matt Willis. 
He was in um that fucking boy band. What one? I don't know. Oh, he was one a bastard. Like, oh, so fit. It's been a while. It's been a moment, but like he's from London. Right. Through his it's band. like it's it's the the pipeline of being in a British boy group and then going into a touring production of something, whether it be fucking Rocky Horror or <laughs> Waitress. Oh yeah, somebody's it's always just, playing Brad. Well, to be fair, I will be fair, to be fair, to be fair, to be fair. He does have quite a lot of um, theatrical credits to his name. Oh, I didn't know that. Oops, I'm very sorry. So while it was <laughs> stunt casting to a degree, it was at least a respectable form of stunt casting. You know, he's played Fierro on the West End. He played Chuck in Footloose. He's played Nick he played? in Flashdance. He played Oren in Little Shop of Horrors on the West End. He done a Christmas oh. Carol West End. He's um last year he appeared in two twenty two. I apologize. Yeah, you should. Tired <laughs> you literally called him a tired ass shoe girl. And he with his credits has just told you to go back to Party City where you belong, Theo. How does no, that I'm feel? sorry. He's way more successful than I've ever been so far, so <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I'll give it to him. Yeah, honey, he is. <sighs> I'm enjoying Pepsi at the minute. Just between you and me, how much Pepsi do you think you drink on an average day? I really do like Pepsi. Really? What's your I favorite really kind? Do. My favorite kind of Pepsi? Pepsi's Pepsi. Well, you don't drink Diet Pepsi or no, Pepsi just re- just just reg- Pepsi just or... reg- regular Pepsi. Anyways, back to the question: Do you think uh, theater as a community, as an entertainment source, is too exclusive now? Um. Well. Dare I say no? Interesting. I because, like... Okay. Well... Okay, first of all, I'm just trying to think about how much money I've spent on, say, tickets recently. Okay. It hasn't been, like, break-the-bank-worthy, because we got, like, a couple tickets for Wicked or whatever, and they were, like, decent seats. Not really, actually. <laughs> now I think about it. For, like, what? 20-something each? 28 each? 29, I believe. 20, okay. Oh no, twenty. It was twenty-seven. Sorry, because I remember that prick at the box office. All right. Okay. Oh, what do you say again? Um. Basically, I we goes in literally like what ten minutes, fifteen minutes before the show starts. Okay? This is actually, you know what? Maybe it is because his response really is was very almost classist. Yeah, his <laughs> response. It. Um, it felt it. Me invented my idea for this podcast. Basically, we went really? in and I we goes to the box office and I says to him, I was like, "Hi, I was just wondering, um, for tonight's performance." what the uh, best available for the cheapest price is that you have, you know, like, ticket-wise. And he goes, those two things don't go together in a sentence. Yeah, like... Not even in a funny way. And I went, oh, yeah. (laughs) Fucking deadpan. Ugh. (sighs) Prick. So, maybe it is. (laughs) But then, yeah, for certain shows, definitely. I feel like... For cabaret, I'll never see it. Oh. I don't know what how long it's gonna be. Like. I don't. What? No, I just like. Oh. Fuck you. Anyway, yeah, I probably won't because it's so expensive. I'm yeah. like, I don't have that money. Literally, it's I mean, gotten to the stage now where unless you want to sit in very front row, which is shit for you to be fair, or very back row in the nosebleeds, you can't fair. see. Shit seats to be fair. Yeah. Wait, can I? Shit seats to be fair. Shit seats to be fair. Dexter and Menthol's on this stage. Well, we've got a new one now. Anyway, I don't want to go too off on a tangent. <laughs> um, 
Don't look lozenges. Lozenges on this date. Don't look lozenges. Or turns out they're laxatives. Lozenges. Kind of jokes to be fair. Love a good bit to be fair. Anyway. Um. Anyways. Um. It's just like yeah. Unless you actually want like literally the shittest seat with no leg room and you're squinting your eyes to even see anything happening on stage like it's just so inaccessible and so catered for the middle class yeah especially coming go for it they do need to make loads of money these days don't they ridiculous like even as a professional actor as a trained actor even like I, I believe personally i believe and i feel that the drama school route is so elitist <laughs> oh yeah okay yeah like when i went to drama that. school with the exception of me and i can immediately think of what three other people in my year everyone was middle class everyone had all this really? funding yeah 100 percent. everyone had all this funding from their parents you know which makes sense because in a drama school environment you're there about 10 hours a day monday through friday you can't work it's, no it's very very different to like an average uk uni experience yeah because this isn't going to lectures this is fucking conservatoire training where you're going in at half eight in the morning and <laughs> having to fucking pretend that your family's been kidnapped or whatever do you know what i mean like it's fucking hard yeah. shit and then with no the support. weekend when you should support. be doing it 100 on the weekend whenever then you're trying to catch up on all the work that you've been set throughout the week you don't have time to do a job right so it already builds you up in that mindset in my opinion obviously um that unless you have funding from your parents and financial support then it's not an industry for you yes and i feel like that sort of is heavily um reflected in the current sort of lack of accessibility for theater so it's like made by middle class people for middle class people almost yeah in many ways which is ridiculous because the majority of plays and shows are about working class people yeah which is hilarious Um, although i will say to be fair to be fair um it is worth mentioning there are a few sort of theater um i don't want to say companies is that the right word maybe companies um who do offer sort of discounted and a lot cheaper tickets for right um, yeah different sort of groups of people um i know the national theater i think it's under 26 they do a few um i think it's five pound and ten pound tickets for each performance which is obviously incredible yeah um what's another one i can think of to be fair we get like five point tickets for uh the theater that's next to our campus oh you should go i think yeah i should you know yeah, i should you really should i love the theater or is it the everyman is the everyman actually there's a couple of theaters i don't know oh I if think... it's at the everyman there's actually a few decent things coming up there i was looking at oh um, well it's it doesn't apply to all the shows like some of them or is it have a joke it's a few of them anyway a few like a few theaters and a few like some of the shows anyway yeah Yeah. and i will say as well um my friend lizzie previously mentioned um she's currently training um in a london drama school and they i think it's weekly get like a list of all discounted tickets and like offers (gasps) for west end shows and off west end shows which is amazing um yeah Especially because they are students, and you would think 
Like I remember. Website? Um, I think it's only for those students. Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, like we can like. Oh, okay, fine. Um, whatever. But I feel like whenever I. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You know, got accepted to drama school and I was like, oh, woo. And I was like, oh my God, I'm moving to London. In my head, I was like, oh my God, I'm going to see like two essentials a week. Like I'm going to live at the theater and then I'll go to my classes in the day. And it'll be real. Oh. Realistically, no. I saw one show on the West End when I was at drum school. What? What was that? Um, Wait, what I saw hell? six. Oh. With Lizzie. Um, to be fair, it was sort of not a lot of shoes were open. But yeah. the prices of theatre tickets, no one, none of us could afford them. Right, okay, true. That's really sad. Not even ridiculous. like... Or drama students, like... No, no. Or, like, you know, drama school students. That's so bizarre. Yeah. It was actually a nightmare. The only theatre I was like seeing... when you're being told was... that you're meant to be mm-hmm. seeing theatre as well, like, constantly. I, we're told all the time as well. We should be seeing theatre a lot, like, you know, because you're, you're in this sort of biz, you need to be seeing it all the time. And I was like, yeah. can we afford it? No. No, because it's five so five fucking expensive. Helpful, but... it's, oh, it's such... It's so ridiculous how elitist it's all become... Um, maybe I should reach out to someone to sponsor this podcast, Today Ticks. <laughs> Today, you know what? Because Today Ticks <laughs> do have an incredible um sort of rush and lottery policy um where you know you enter the chance to win um like twenty well, pounds, twenty five pound tickets um for a show um which obviously is still a fair amount of money, especially for a lot of people in this current crisis, but. Whenever you're paying twenty five pounds for seats, which otherwise would have been in the hundreds, um, class. It's. I remember I. Is it to win though? I I've done I've won a few times. Oh. Um, I'm trying to I think. Remember what when the we last entered? Thing I won was. We um, entered for cabaret, didn't we? Whenever we we were weren't sure if we were going to see Charlie X or not. Yeah. What a nightmare that lead up was. Um, what did I... Oh, um, To Kill a Mockingbird I won. And I think I paid £15 for a ticket, which was otherwise like 170 Oh my god. It was centre theatre. I think it was like second row in the circle. So it was incredible. I could see everything so clear. Didn't even have to wear my glasses. I was like, I see this. Yeah. Well, to be fair, um, for Wicked, we upgraded ourselves to the best seats in the house. <laughs> yeah, because Wicked was empty. And do you know what? When they were selling tickets at that price, no fucking wonder... 
Yeah, it's ridiculous. We just went to the first row of the, of the circle and because of that course I was like, let's Ooh. go, let's just sit there. We were living like Anna Watson for the day. Anna Watson was like, you two are moving there. <laughs> we were like, all right, <laughs> sweet, we will. with us. And do you know what? No one complained. That row was nope. completely empty the first act. And there was not a seat in it the second act. That yeah, yeah. hilarious. <laughs> Everyone just sort of went, yeah, we'll go. Um, Which was jokes. Um, I also want to shout out, just if you're in London, um, the Almeida Theatre. It's in um, Islington. Um... Oh, they... is that how you say it? Islington? I don't know. I would have just... I don't know. Is it Islington? Islington, yeah. Oh, okay. It's Highbury and Islington. Okay. Um, But anyways, um, that theatre. Um, do some incredible, incredible stuff. I've seen some fantastic work there. I've seen Spring Awakening. I saw Tommy Faye, the musical, um, Belt and John. Oh. Um, and they... They're currently staging um, a streetcar named Desire with Paul Mescal from Normal People, playing Stanley. Oh, um, Paul Mescal from Phoebe Bridgers. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> no, no, no. Like, um, they were dating, I think, but not oh, anymore. Oh, and uh, yeah. um, yeah. but basically, they for every production they have, they do. Um, I think it's called Almeida for Free. Is like what the scheme's called, and it's basically. Um, a, like one show it always lands on a Thursday um, and I think it's if you're a student or if you're under 25, 26 whatever age it is you can go um, queue up at the box office and they give you a ticket for complete free and you can see the show that evening Sick. and that whole performance is all free which is fucking amazing like uh, I can't wow. comment that enough it really is. Well, that's, I've never heard of free tickets before, personally. But <laughs> Free tickets, honey. Or I... another way to um, get free tickets is if you write reviews. I have been invited to three plays thus far. Um, I've been given a free ticket, free program, good seats. Um, just in return, I have to write a review of the performance, which is incredible. And it's such a nice way to see sort of theater that you typically wouldn't purchase a ticket to right yeah okay. um good for you shut <laughs> you don't get paid for it though do you you just go the the privilege of seeing i got paid for, for one of them oh um i saw on hammersmith e- got okay. paid for it but the other two was just free ticket and program and whatever and i was like yeah i'll fucking do it like woo i love theater for free um <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah so Theo on a more lighthearted note for this like end section of the episode yeah. where we're not talking okay. about the inexclusive of theatre um, I just want to know like what are some of your theatrical highlights throughout your life um, obviously for the listeners Theo and I have been quite invested in the theatre in acting and drama for a few years now um, I would say the you stage know... is a second home to us Oh, Jesus Christ. Right, okay. Um, <laughs> I'd say the summer... <laughs> I'd say the summer shows that we did for our theatre company back home. That we Should we say it? No. Yeah. Okay. No. no. Controversial. Um, okay. Okay. I would say just um, that it's complete... It's under complete new leadership and new direction from... It is. Before. It's unrecognisable. I don't know at all. Um, um, I don't know anyone there anymore. So it it was but fun. Anyway. It was quite joyous. Not even the committee. I don't think. I think it's completely different. I think it's all different. Anyway. Oh no, the committee was still there. 
<laughs> oh. Okay. Anna was telling me there's one sole member of that committee. <laughs> um, but no, it was fun. Uh, yeah. What about in terms in terms of like performance highlights that you've seen, not necessarily partaken in? Seen? Um, funnily enough, maybe cabaret, but the touring version. Ooh, I want to see it by the myself. Grand Opera House Belfast. Yeah. Um, that and I would also say there was something really vivid about standing at the back of the theatre watching Bonnie and Clyde in the Arts Theatre. What was it? The Arts Club. In the Arts Club. It, yeah, there was something mm-hmm. so <laughs> I really enjoyed it, even though I was very uncomfortable. I was just like, like standing there, like kind of leaning, but like not. Yeah. Um, Standing's also quite a good way of getting cheap theatre tickets, but yeah, as the name would like, suggest, you have to fucking stand. It feels a bit, um, like, put the poor Beg-ish. people at the back or something. Yeah, I, I like... actually don't mind it, because if you think about it, I'm the first one out that theatre to go for a cig at intermission. That's true, that's the best part of it. Like, you can, like, get out really and easily. And I don't have to, to stand up to let anyone in my aisle. Oh, yeah. You just, Maybe I'm just going to book back. standing tickets from now on, actually, because I can only there think was... of pros. <laughs> oh, God. There was something, like, this, like sad about him being like if you see any free seats when the show started don't take don't them. take them yeah <laughs> don't you have not paid remind yourself of your humble beginnings in this theater and that's how you will leave it thank yeah, you let me, let me humble you you paid he didn't say that word word before you try and sack anyone no. <laughs> um that was jokes it was funny. that was good and then also come from where it was just like a, a lovely little experience it just felt quite um intimate but maybe it's because we were second row <laughs> <laughs> that, that could be why um no it's not big theater is it i've been the phoenix is quite big um oh, it's obviously closed now, closed the seventh of this month um but is there something taking its place uh yes i walked past the poster for it and i cannot remember um oh. but anyways um i have been blessed enough to see come from away a fucking number of times um and i've sat in pretty much every section of that theatre. And I will say that no matter where you sit, it is still the most heart-wrenching, intimate, heartwarming, inspiring, kind, lovely story. Um, it is really nice. I, You know, I've sat in the front row of the stalls and I've sat in the very back row of the gods um, and I've still felt the exact same no matter where I've watched it. So, Wow, thank you for that speech. That was lovely. Thank you. I'll be here all week talking about the loss of Come from away. Let's have a, it's a fucking silence. good show. It is a good show. I loved it. Loved it. Loved it. Should we do a come from away special? I'll reach out to Mark. <laughs> I don't know because it's not even open anymore. So what's the point? Do it with Mark. I'll think about it. Pending. Um, okay. <laughs> but um, I think for me personally, um, a theatrical highlight of mine. Um. Yeah. Gosh, I have to think because I've just seen so much. Um, <laughs> I've just seen so much. I've just seen so much. Um, I was like spring you awakening. wide-eyed blinking at that. <laughs> I've just seen so much. Um, spring Awakening, which I saw um, in December 2021. Oh, um, so jealous that you saw that, honestly. An amazing, amazing, amazing performance. Um, I sat front row. Um... It was at the Almeida, so it's already a very, very intimate space. I think our capacity is only like 150. It's not a big theater. Oh my at all. god, we performed a bigger yeah. theater. It's mad. 
Exactly. We performed in bigger theatres. I don't mean not more prolific though. I would definitely do it. It was a definitely Lisbon. not more prolific. Lisbon Island Hall. Oh, yeah, um, that. <laughs> but um, no, it was I, I really, really. It was such a fucking amazing performance, and it was just that energy and that angst and that frustration, and you know, it was because I'd seen Spring Awakening a few times before, and it was the first time I'd seen it, and not necessarily understood it, but felt it in such a way that it really hit home. Um, yeah. But it, it was amazing. I'm trying to look over at my programs to see what else I've seen that I have enjoyed. Um, I've enjoyed quite a lot of theatre. I've been lucky enough. I did see... Um, I haven't seen anything this year, personally. What oh, the fuck was it called? Um, oh, God. Come on. Obviously, it was great. If I can't... fuck was it called? <laughs> it was so this great. You can't remember out. it? Um, was it a play? Yes. Okay. Um, um. When did you see it? Ooh. Uh, yeah, just go. <laughs> it was. It was in a. Um. Fuck. Um. It was. It was at the national. Ooh, day. I know what you're talking about. Um. I Dino know. Fetcher, I don't know. Ben. Uh, Daniels. Uh. No, Liz. I don't. I remember you talking about oh, it. But I don't know. And I'm also stuck. Um. Lander Murray was in it. It's, oh, Fuck is that called? It's such a good um it was by Larry Kramer. What's the right, play okay. called? Should we do should we do Larry Larry it was by Larry Kramer. Kramer? Yeah, he wrote it. Larry Kramer. The normal heart. Yeah. Are you are you sure it's a normal heart? A normal heart. It was a, the, normal heart. the normal heart. The normal heart. That was it. Fuck. How have you forgotten that? Because you always talk about normal heart. I, I could I could literally picture it and I could recite monologues from it. I just could not remember the actual name of the play there bizarre um he's dead sorry yeah yeah quite a while back um it was literally two years ago but all right <laughs> nearly three. Oh, it felt if it, it, time flies um yeah. no it's um I, I will say i will say two things what it, it is a the most stunned i've ever been in a theater and I will say, B, it's the most emotional I've ever been in the theatre. Mm. I saw it on my own. Sobbed? What's heavier than sobbed? Whimpered? Wait, did you actually? Oh, my It was bad. I was, it, it, it very much hit. But everyone in the audience was same. It's such a fucking... Wow. Heavy, heavy play. Um, For anyone that doesn't know, it's about the outbreak of the AIDS um, pandemic. Um, epidemic New York is it not global is it not pandemic it, it was it's just known as the AIDS epidemic I think because it, well, it was about the beginning of the AIDS crisis I'll say um, it was an epidemic and I just looked it up there yeah anyway um, in New York it was City, a global epidemic 1981 and 1984 um, and it was seen through the eyes of this writer and activist uh, Ned Weeks um, who is the gay founder of like a prominent HIV um, advocacy group, whatever. Um, but it, it just, oh, I can't even explain it. I saw it on my own. Um, I got a under twenty six ticket from the National Theatre. I paid ten pounds, and I was sat in the third row of the stalls, I believe. Um, it was also yeah. performed in the round in the Olivier Theatre in the National, I believe. But anyways, um, I remember once it ended. 
um, <laughs> I sat and was still, like, not even crying, as in, like, what do you call that crying when you're making a noise? You're like... <laughs> that, that's what I would say sobbing is. That's what sobbing is. Oh, no, sobbing to me is just, like, a heavy cry. I would say whimpering. Oh, I would right, think someone okay. fucking shot my parents, keep... but they didn't. Jesus. Um... I was like, you scream crying, were you? <laughs> I wasn't screaming, but I could have been. Um, if I volumized my emotion, it would have been a scream. I was just in fucking pieces. And I remember I walked out of the um, auditorium after sitting for like 10 minutes once the show ended. And yeah. um, two ushers on my way out asked me if I was alright. I was like, I'm fine. Yeah, thanks. Sorry. Bye. Oh. Um, have a nice day. And then I went have and a nice day. Outside the theatre, looking at the river, and then I felt really self conscious. I looked like an emotional wreck, um, and I was worried that people were looking at me, so I crossed over the bridge um, and sat on the oh other God. side of the river where it was a bit quieter and continued to chew and smoke. And I sat there for about like two hours, three hours, maybe. Sorry, so, um, so, I, I, thought you were to say, so I jumped the bridge. Like, so I okay. jumped the bridge. I swam in that river. Did you know there's sharks in the Thames? Mm. I, did, I learned, yeah. Oh, honey, there's sharks in the Thames. They are like a meter, half a meter long, but like. Still sharks, honey. Oh my god. Anyway. Yeah, it's full of life nowadays. These days. These days, I. It's gonna have me in it in a bit. That was a joke. Um <laughs> what something long and flowy. Just gonna I was literally gonna say I'm just gonna slip into something long and flowy. Like the tent. <laughs> um but no. Uh, yeah, so I would actually go on a limb and say that the normal heart by Larry Kramer at the National Theatre um is most impactful movie. Most impactful and also most just the best production I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. I've never seen something that has, like, impacted me in, like, an emotional way. I've just seen stuff that is, like, that was a good watch. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Cannot really, I mean, though. Unfortunately, I've not had, I cried like, most times at the theatre. <laughs> yeah, you cried at Wicked, ma. <laughs> I did cry at Wicked. What fucking twink cries at Wicked? Like, to be fair, actually. <laughs> I'd seen it before. And I was very, very... Like choked it's up at for yeah. good, but like I had reasons. So <laughs> I don't even think it was for good. I cried. I cried at some rogue part. And it was the second act. No, I was nearly about to cry for good. I I looked at you and you looked at me and you knew. <laughs> I went oh, <laughs> and you're like oh, this is a bit too close to home, isn't it? Anyway. I went oh, we shouldn't have swallowed wicked. Um... <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. There was a time um, when Act Two started. It was just after the start of Act Two. It was March of the Witch Hunters, um, which is after. Yeah, I wasn't paying attention because Miss Anna Watson was trying to show us her posters. <laughs> Fucking that girl is so jokes. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> listeners of this podcast, if you have one life ambition, it better be to go for a drink with Anna Watson, because that girl, <laughs> ooh, <laughs> she's amazing. She's absolutely amazing. A million miles an hour is how her brain works. Check. You were on rail. On rail. On rail. Um, she's yeah, amazing. Was... She's amazing. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> so also, right. I'm, I want to do a little few quick fire theatre questions for you. Okay, a few. Let's get this wrapped up. Just like a few. Just to like go boom, 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 boom. All boxes okay. ticked, okay? Right. Yep, Favourite show. Ooh. Cabaret. Interesting. See him. Uh, favorite cast recording. I don't, oh, God, I don't listen to cast recordings, but funnily enough, the one that like I was like, oh yeah, I like it. <laughs> it's the the Western revival of Company. 
Interesting. Mine is yeah, the original uh, recording of Sweeney Todd. Bobby. Ooh, ooh, that's a mm. good one, you know. Thank you, I really enjoy it. <laughs> yeah. Right, quick fire. Uh, favorite actor you've seen? Or actress? I use the term Shit. gender neutral. Fuck. Oh, fuck. Um, ooh, um, because I can't think, I think I'm just going to say Jordan, what's his name? It's me? Is it me? No. <laughs> it's me? It's, it's me? You saw me in chess. Oh my god, yeah, that's the only time I've seen you in a show. No, How you saw me in Sister Act. Fuck, I, yeah, never mind. Um, <laughs> anyway, I think it's, what's his name? Jordan, Bonnie and Clyde, Jordan what? Oh, Jordan LeGage. Yeah, he was fantastic. But He's I don't know great. if that is necessarily, but he was just the first one came to my mind. It's probably because it's more recent, but anyway. Yeah, fair. I think for me, it would be uh, John Partridge in both um, Cabaret You Can oh. and the Taboo oh. um, charity concert. We, yeah, Cabaret. No, it was quick fire. Yeah. Can't take it back. Anyway, um, Favorite costume design of a musical? Bitch, okay, Wicked. Interesting. Um, yeah. Interesting. Why was yours? Moulin, Moulin Rouge takes it for me. And you didn't like it? Anyway. <laughs> I didn't like the show, but the costumes, whew, sexy, honey. Uh, right. Favourite set design? Oh, fuck. Um, uh, is it going to be Cabaret? It might be Cabaret. I just loved the, like, Cabaret. Like, do you remember the, it was, like, the letters? And he appeared yeah, in the on letters? Yeah, on track. And, like, for Act 2, and they were swinging around. It was great. Oh, yeah. Um, oh, well, also, I, think... I, I really appreciate the Wicked set in its simplicity, but also in its complexity. And <laughs> <laughs> its simplicity, I like Wicked. Um, I no, like, they don't have a lot of sentences, favorite but like, it's set really effective. I've ever seen was um, a regional production of Sweeney Todd at the Lyric Theatre in Belfast. <gasps> Bitch. Oh my god, you're right. Anyway, that fucking set. Wait, Stunning, Jordan, honey. that's one of the best things I've ever seen. How did I yeah, forget it? Was, that? It was fantastic. Oh my god. Yeah, that was so fantastic. good. They ha- didn't hold back. Blood. Right, okay. <laughs> Favorite um, musical theater I want song. What? I want. Favorite musical theater I want song. What does that mean? It, it's I basically want... a trope in musical theater. It's like, oh, usually like the third track of the cast recording and where it's the protagonist singing oh, like what the she wizard wants. and i like... yeah it's the wizard and i it's your i'm the greatest oh. star it's your uh what you want from legally blonde like it's your... no but everyone has a favorite one that you belt out in the shower who the i don't i don't li... i'm gonna hand on her i don't listen to musical theater like outside of not in a long time wow. um well my personal favorite is then yours? is uh somewhere that's green from Little Shop of Horrors. Oh, that is quite nice. It's beautiful. It's That's great. a lovely song. It's a lovely wee song. Oh yeah, yeah lovely wee song. Actually, smashes it. Okay. Um, favorite. On the blonde. Uh, favorite production you have performed in. Um, oh, bitch, it. Hold on. I I liked importance of being earnest for how chaotic it was, but I also just it liked was a fucking that nightmare, wasn't it? It was a nightmare, but I just, looking back, it was just a lot of f- stupid fun because of how, how, 
however much of a nightmare it was. I don't know. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. But also, like, if I'm talking about like a proper like thing that we've done, Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat was was silly fun, but like not a nightmare if you know what I mean. Yeah, it was like kind of stress free, stress free. Just that, like doing the shows every night was like fun. I don't know. It wasn't like, and we had a lot to do, so it wasn't like a lot of waiting yeah. around. Yeah, yeah. It was. It was. It was a fun one. That should stress me. I had too much. Really? Um, oh. Yeah, I think my favorite performance I've been in was Punk oh. Rock by Simon Stevens. Oh, yeah. I Okay, I think you might have liked it a bit more than me. I loved it. Honey, I was the lead. Of course I loved it. <laughs> yeah, I was the bullied. <laughs> Playing fucking... a fucking psycho serial killer. It was I'm really in the mood to bully me. Chadwick. I'm really in the mood to bully Chadwick right now. Where's Chadwick? I'm in really in the mood to bully Chadwick. Chadwick. Yeah. Ch- Chadwick. Great yeah, bro. Yeah. Okay, Theo, Theo, Theo. Yeah, okay, thanks. Okay. Uh, we're going to cut this scene. Now go. <laughs> anyway. Oh, we... Yeah, that fucking stress. That ash. Ugh, ugh, ugh. Some um, context okay. should we even bother. <laughs> Not even, though. Okay. Discredit right. to her. Okay, and play that you are sick of hearing about. Oh, no, I feel bad. Um... I mean, I don't really hear about Hamilton so much anymore, but it was that for a while. Okay. What you know? What maybe? What is what is on at the moment that people fucking harp on about? Um. Oh wait, come on! Is it fucking? Was it Beetlejuice? Whenever it was on, like, it was on. No, I was like, shut up, everyone! I don't know. Shut up. Yeah. I don't really have Fair. one anymore. I think people don't really. I don't really follow those circles of musical theatre kids anymore so I don't know Fair. what they talk um, about play I am most like not sick of to be kind but um I roll I'm like fuck this again um is Joy Riders by Christina Reed. oh whenever I meet any actor wait bitch when I tell you they what yeah you did I think it, it's just like in this Northern Irish thing that like we all like all fucking know it and hate it but then no Whenever honey, we no went... honey, no, 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 no. because any actor I have met in this fucking like city of London, who has been like, oh, you're an actor, have you done Joyriders? Oh yeah, okay, yes. Everyone, but... and none of them are fucking Northern Irish. Everyone just goes, oh, they're a Northern Irish actor. They've done Joyriders by Christina Reed. But fair enough, we're... I have. But like, that's not the point. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, same. But no, whenever. We, um, I remember in like a writing tutor thing, we had to bring in a just a monologue and sort of like break it down, whatever. Somebody brought in a Joyrider's book, of course, she was from Ornar. And the fucking writing the tutor was like, Oh, Joyrider's, oh, I haven't heard that in ages. How'd you get this? And we, we just looked at each other, like, What do you mean you haven't heard of that in ages? How'd you get it? I feel like everyone's you, bored with a fucking copy impressed? in the backpack. How were you impressed that this that somebody had a copy of it? Because honestly, you kind of skip copies of that in fucking drama school, uh, drama sorry, drama Theo. classes in Northern Ireland. No fucking word of a lie. I'm sitting here looking at my bookshelf, and I have two copies. Oh I can God. see. Anyway, and that's only on my bookshelf. Half of my books are in a suitcase under my bed. Um, get it, fucking. I mean, like, do you, do you remember the Joyriders controversy <laughs> we experienced? Wait, are you sure it wasn't the clowns controversy? It was the end of Joyriders slash clowns. I can't think of the same. Oh, right, okay. We did like a little mashup kind of. All right, yeah. Basically, this, yeah. Well, shall we explain? Because I feel like this thing yep. has context okay. for something yes. previously. Briefly, mentioned. yeah, yeah. I'll let you take it away. 
Oh, shit. Okay. So, Clowns is the sequel to Joyriders. There's two players and Christina Reed. Equally by Christina two. Reed. Um, mm-hmm. The second one takes place, I don't know how many years after, whatever. doesn't really matter. Ten. Okay, ten years after. It's set in the troubles. The first one is. So, basically, for our A-level final year performance, performance. we were going to do Clowns. Which is the sequel, but we were going to start it off with a little bit from Joyriders. It was the last scene of Joyriders. The last Riders. scene. Yeah. And, um, well, we were sort of rehearsing for that. We were a couple weeks in, right? And then our fucking teacher, one of our two teachers, was like, So, um, I talked to this guy at the Lyric, which is a theatre in Belfast, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. She and, he, had... I, and we, you know... she, she, had... <laughs> Yeah, she was having a conversation with him, and then she brought up to him that there she was doing clowns with um her year uh, uh, in school, and he was, and she was like, "Did she say?" Allegedly, um, the story goes that he sorry. went, "Oh, clowns, good luck with that." And then she so went, she "What do you mean?" <laughs> and then no, no, she said, "What do you mean?" And then and then she was like, "But not a lot of people do it, or whatever." And he he was like, "There's a reason for that." Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then she went. Okay, cut. We're not doing that. We're doing important. Two weeks being before the performance. Two weeks before we. She give us this woman gave us two weeks. What was to that? Learn like, what? Oscar Wilde. Twelve periods. To learn six Oscar hours Wilde. to learn an entire it. Oscar Wilde play and have it ready for performance. Like, anyway, to 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 just give you an insight into how chaotic this mess was, one of the actresses in the play. <laughs> had to physically print stick. She had to glue her script, pages of her script, to the back of her fan so that she could use it on stage. Yeah, and to be fair, I even... I don't know, okay, I think me, either me or... Because I was playing Algernon Moncrief. You were playing Algernon, and another I, bloke in our cast was playing Jack Worthing. Yeah, and I don't know, we might have slipped up at some point and we sort of got a bit lost, and we're like, how do we end this scene? So we just had to, like, aggressively, because we there was, like, a, a plethora of sandwiches that I needed to eat before the end of the scene. Because you were and, hungry. Um, yeah, because, and then, because I meant to give you a plate of, I was meant to give you the sandwiches whenever you come in, because you were Lady Brack now, but obviously, oh no, I've eaten them all, haha. I, I was Lady Brack now. So we just did this thing where we just sort of aggressively ate at each other for no reason, and, um, People were laughing. Laugh. We got a laugh. We just sort of had to like. I, I was backstage with every other member of the cast, being like, "What the fuck are they doing?" Because a, yeah. the scene is like twice as long as it usually is, and b, everyone's laughing and there's no lur- like, there's no words. Physical <laughs> um, <laughs> comedy, baby. Not to be like cocky or like I'm an actor, but I don't remember fucking up in the importance being earnest. Um, I'm sure I did, but the good thing I, I will say about Lady Bracknell was that a lot of her lines are her. No one fucking interrupts, you know? Right, you, you can just learn your wee bits. They're just and... monologues at the end of the day. Yeah, she'd um, talked for England, to be fair. Yeah. Can't anyway. Style largely depends on how the chin is worn. It is worn very high at present. Algernon, there are distinct social possibilities in Miss Cardew's profile. Oh Whenever my god. Character I can't remember a single word, I'm not gonna lie. You can't remember a single... Oh, not Dallas. a single word. I remember reactions. I have nightmares so... waking up saying my lines. 
was actually night, frightening. Yeah. It was funny though. Anyway, um, that's what yeah, it was actually jokes, and it was a laugh. It was a laugh of an experience. It was a laugh. Um, um and I'm proud of it. Um, I did well. <laughs> I I done well. I got you uh, did well. I think. It, it weirdly went smoothly well. enough, yeah, for it being smoothly. so chaotically strung together. I got just, I think I got yeah. a distinction too. Anyway, <laughs> hurrah! <laughs> anyway, what else? Wait, what's Do you have any TikTok other... sound where it's the woman who's like, "Hooray!" <laughs> she's she's cracking me up of reason. I don't know. I'm sorry. Have you seen her? Like people edit the sound in of like them doing like a skateboarding trick or something. And right. Be like this middle-aged woman going. Hooray! <laughs> no, she oh yes, yes, I know it now. Hooray! Yeah, you have seen yeah. it. Okay, yeah, anyway. Hooray! <laughs> right. So there we have it. That's Broadway, baby. Alright, alright. Do you have any plans to see any shows anytime soon? Um, I don't have any set plans, no. Uh, maybe next time I come down, we'll see something, probably. Hopefully. Let's just say that. I cross my fingers. And hope to die. Anyway, <laughs> that's that. Um, I currently have um, tonight. Oh, actually, I'm going to the theatre. Oh, you said tonight. I'm, I'm like, it's see... two a.m. I looked at the calendar and saw it was Tuesday. It's yep. tonight. I'm it's going fine. to see As You Like It by Sir William Shakespeare um, <laughs> at the Soho Place, a new theatre that I have not yet been to. So I'm quite excited for that. As you I'm like going it, with Lizzie, as per. Um, I also have tickets booked per. for. Um, my friend Pete's uh, production of, is it Saltwater Moon, I believe it's called, at the Finsborough. And I have tickets booked as well for the Book of Mormon. Oh, you're time. seeing that again? Yeah, my uncle wants to see it. So oh, I see. Him. Yeah, that was fun. Um, it That's funny. Be, it's a fun musical. I quite enjoy. Yeah. Anyway. So what, should we, what should we say? So yeah, I would leave you with that. Thank um, you, everyone. Everyone, enjoy yourselves. Yeah, enjoy yourselves. <laughs> enjoy enjoy yourselves. yourselves. It's not that deep, honey. Just enjoy yourself. Take care yeah. of yourself. Okay. And if you're ever in a rut, think to yourself, What will Elijah Manelli do? What would Ella Watson do? <laughs> I was a. What would Rachel Berry do? Oh, that's a good one, yeah. What would Santana do? What would Lin Manuel Miranda do? <laughs> oh no! Oh, and I'll be doing the opposite anyway. <laughs> slay! Right, everyone, go and slay, and don't wait in the wings. Take up your limelight and oh. have a good time. See okay. you next week. Yeah, see ya. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>
Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.